stumble out of the Sword Coast Reserve in Neverwinter. Um, you crash through uh, the door into the alleyway behind the large stone and gold building. Uh, in front of you is Todd, and he has a slight limp. Uh, behind you, as you're running down the, the alleyway, uh, the door slams open again. And you turn and look, and your younger sister, La Maya, actually stumbles out uh, of the of the door. Uh, she takes a minute to gather herself. Um, then she falls back against the wall outside in the alleyway, and, like slides into a sitting position. Uh, her hand is over her stomach, and there's some blood uh, spurting between her fingers. In the distance, um, a couple hundred yards away, you can hear uh, the whistles of the uh, militia blowing a warning as they uh, are coming your way. What do you do? Wait, I have to pick a fucking action for this shit? Oh, no. So you've got your you've got your sister that's like slumped against the wall. She's bleeding Dying. out. Bleeding. And then you have uh, Todd in front of you. And then just, uh, you guys are trying to get away from the militia before they come and Slap the chains on you guys. But why? <laughs> well, you cold open. Wow. <laughs> you guys are red brands, which are a, a group of criminals, and you're well. I know running, what I am. You're trying to escape from the Sword Coast Reserve in Neverwinter, which is which is the bank there in, in Neverwinter. What's what's your first move here? Johnny just aggressively erasing <laughs> his entire sheet. <laughs> yes, please. That's some ASMR. I was gonna say. Uh, nice. pass. So you're just, gonna, you're just gonna stand there? No, but like, like sorry, sis, you're dead. We're getting cat. We're getting cat. Well, like, I either get to go back for Lamaya, right? Is her name? Or you can just leave her. Or leave you her can in just the leave dust. and go with Todd. Yep. And I mean, she's bleeding out. She's dead, anyways. Well, she's not dead. She's like, she's like laying there, staring up at you. She's dying. That's what you do. Damn, that's cold. <laughs> I was I say, she's giving, she's giving you the like, don't leave me here, eyes. And you're like, bitch, you did. <laughs> no, her. Her, her, her eyes are a, little, are a little glassy, but like, she's still, she's still alive and. Okay, so my move. So I'm gonna run back and grab Lamaya and throw her over my shoulder and start running. All right, give me a strength check. No, oh, no. Um, go. Is it D twenty? I know, but uh, go. Seventeen. Nice. Seventeen plus. Minus one. Nice. So that's a sixteen. <laughs> sixteen. Because um, I'm Kathleen. <laughs> So you, so you go to pick up Lamaya, but uh, as, as you pull your fingers that are all like, she's like coated in blood. And so as you go to, uh, to pick her up, her, uh, you're just kind of like, she sl slides through your fingers. I'm sorry, I rolled a fucking 16 and I still can't fucking do it. Mm -hmm. Rude. Um, and then behind you, uh, uh, Todd says, uh, uh, we, we gotta go, leave her. anymore <laughs> we're giving you a, tra a, a traumatic backstory is it, uh, D &D. okay are you gonna are you gonna try again or are you gonna come on now we gotta go i'm gonna kiss, coming. gotta kiss lamaya on the head tell her i love her and run with todd okay 
Um, how, how could you, Heather? <laughs> how could you? <laughs> uh, so you, you, and, you and Todd, you make a break for it, leaving Lamaya slumped against the wall, uh, her, her hand uh, like reaching out for you. Uh, you make it back to your camp, but uh, no one rests easy. Uh, a few days after you get back, actually, the camp is raided. Uh, most of the red brands are killed, uh, but you, Todd, and a few others are able to escape. Uh, they assume that Lamaya survived and gave them up. After that, none of them would have anything to do with you. Then later on, there was an attempt on your life that we spoke about earlier that you're trying to get revenge for. Mm-hmm. Um, that you assume that Todd ordered, uh, or maybe somebody else that's high up in the red brands. slump against your sword which has been stuck into the the soft earth beneath you uh you are like completely exhausted uh you've been hunting lapirius for for several years now uh you you did not forget what he did uh, and neither has your father uh, around you is is the result of of your final attempt at at vengeance there are hundreds of bodies from both sides of the of this fight um, they're scattered all over the battlefield. You can you can smell just like the the aftermath of the violence just permeating everything. As you kneel there, leaning against your sword, you become aware of of a presence, one that you knew uh, you know wasn't there on the day of that battle. Uh, to your left, you can see standing there is a glowing white figure, uh, a humanoid a humanoid figure. Uh, you can't see any fe- features, but you get the sense that they're watching you. Um, and also, like, there's a, there's a little bit of warmth radiating out from this from this figure. 50 yards ahead of you, though, and you do remember this pretty well, uh, your father uh, is locked in combat with Luperius. Uh, you can hear the sounds of their weapons. Your father has a greatsword, and Luperius has an enormous battle axe. Um, it's reverberating, like, all around the, all around the battlefield. As you watch, Luperius swings his axe down at your father's head, but uh, your father skirts away and is able to bring his greatsword across uh, the, the battle axe, pinning it to the ground. Uh, you have a, a moment of... Uh, you, can, you have like a moment where you think that it's finally going to be over, that you've finally bested him. Um, and then, but when you think that your father has the upper hand, Lupirius actually pulls a dagger free from its scabbard that he had hidden under his cloak, and he uh, plunges it into your father's chest. You can see uh, your father's head slumps back, and then his body goes limp. What do you do? I uh, grab my sword, pull it from the ground, muster the last little bit of strength that I have left, and charge towards Luperius with murderous intent.
All right, uh, go ahead and roll me a d20. 15. Is there a modifier? No. We'll resolve that a little bit later. I'm glad I'm not having a, <laughs> a flashback right now. Right. Yeah. I don't think I can handle that. Well, there's there's a very specific reason why you're not. Yeah. Oh, no. It's because you're the only one that's still conscious. Uh, that's, so that's fair. I, I realized this, like, when I was in the shower window, I was like, wait a minute. Gilladan and Fidelia are all alone out in the wilderness. Uh-oh. With two dead people. Not dead. Unconscious people. Two yeah. prone, unconscious peeps. <laughs> <laughs> But now, Gilladan, now you do get a turn. Oh, so yay. Um, you and Fidelia are uh, on the road back to Fandlin. Um, you are towing behind you two unconscious bodies, Dejay and Lloyd. Um, you're kind of holding them like like a couple of, like, Fidelia has one, and you have the other one, like, pulling them behind you, like kind of like balloons, because uh, Fidelia had put a uh, spell on the two of them, and now they're kind of floating in the air. So you guys are pulling them along behind you. Still the middle of the night because you guys had headed out like right around sundown. Yeah. And uh, or that's when you had decided to go looking around Fandolin. So it took a couple hours to get back there. It took a couple hours. It'll take a couple hours to get back. So it's still the middle of the night. Um, as you're headed back, though, Fidelia says that uh, she needs to like du- wash some of the dust off her face. So she goes down to the river. But then uh, a few moments later, she actually calls out to you and uh, it goes a little something if I can remember, <laughs> I gotta. <clears throat> uh, uh, Mr. Gilladan, come look. And you can see her. She's like over by the river and she's like leaning over it as she uh, was like trying to get some of that nasty old church dust off of her face. What do you do? I head down to the river. All right. Uh, she, she points down it at the river. Um, and as you lean over the water for just a moment, you see uh, like a fiery glowing symbol branded into your forehead. Um, to, to Gilladan and all the people in, in this, uh, the, uh, was it the Forgotten Realms? I think this world is called. Yeah. Um, so to, to you, it would, it just looks like the, uh, the letter T and the letter O kind of like overlapping each other. But for us here in the real world, we recognize it as a Celtic cross. So you have a Celtic cross, like burn, uh, like burned into your forehead. Uh, you can see one on Fidelia too, but when you look at her not in the reflection, you don't see anything. Um, and then, as, like as you're watching, it kind of fades away and disappears. Um. <laughs> anything you want? Anything you want to say? So, as uh, as Gilladan has been left alone with this uh, poor, defenseless little child, is there anything uh, he wants to say to her? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, oh no. no. Be Now's good, to my Gilly. chance. Curse the fates. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what? Hey, hey, <laughs> what? Where's what? your, where's your, Gil- where's your Gilly voice? I honestly, I was listening back and I did completely different voices every single time. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I do not remember what Gilladan sounds which like. Which is fine. Which is just fine. He's kind of gravelly. A little gravelly. A little gravelly. That, yeah. Uh, uh. No, I'm, I'm just going to go full Batman if I try to do that. Yeah, do uh, it! Hey, kid. What's that on your face? Where were the drugs going? Uh, are, you, are you okay, Mr. Gilladan? You sound kind of funny. Uh, I just need to, I need to, uh, I just need to dr- drink a little mead here. Give me, give me a second. So then you roll me, roll me a d20. 
Um, for let's do uh, seven dexterity. <laughs> you smash dexterity. the glass on your face. <laughs> dexterity is seven minus one, so six. So a six. So you go to like drink some of the mead, but you just like dump it all over your face. <laughs> and like a little bit gets in your mouth, so you do get so that's, a uh, little that's, bit of refreshment. That's that's, that's better. Um, uh, kid, I noticed uh, the the what's that? What's the what's what that symbol on your forehead? Oh. I, I don't know. I, you didn't. You didn't take a, a job from any scary individuals, did you? I mean, I don't necessarily know that I'd say it was scary, but uh, there was this one fucking terrifying guy that we <laughs> met at a church. Oh uh, well, I guess if you took a job from him, then it must have been some sort of sigil that he put on you to to alert everyone that you were uh, that you're in his uh, employment. Uh, you know that that might explain why those people back there decided to try to murder us when they saw us because they just they knew who we worked for, but. What do I know? I'm just a little kid. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't listen to me. I'm just a little kid. <laughs> silly. What? what? The fuck's a sigil? <laughs> oh, it's like a. This is. It's a symbol that people. So people know that. Uh, who their who their gods are or who their masters are. So it, it sounds to me like we were someone was our master and we were doing a job for him. But I don't remember agreeing to that unless you all did. But it sounds like you did. Yeah, 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 we did. Uh, so how, that, that how do we sucks? How, how do we how do we get out of his employ? Well, I, I don't see it anymore. So it must have. Uh, must have gone away after we completed our mission. So I guess as long as the three of you don't go around just accepting missions from random people anymore, then I guess we'll be okay. Well, first of all, kid, you can fuck off. Uh, second of all, it's like I thought, you've never played D&D before. Kid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what I'm just supposed to do with my life in general. I have this weird calling to just accept quests from people. Oh, I guess if you don't, I guess if you're bad at reading people, you can, you can just take a job from anyone, I guess. Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> Um, Why don't we get back to pulling some bodies, okay? I hope you mean these two floating ones. <laughs> so as you guys head back to Fandolin, um, as you're entering, um, getting through the, like the, into the outskirts of town, you can actually see the church again, like kind of off in the distance, only it doesn't look the same as it did when you left. Instead of one spire with a, tr- uh, with a, with a bell tower in it. Um, there's actually uh, a bell tower and two spires on either side of it. And also the building looks a little bigger. Interestingly enough, it seems to have grown a little bit. Uh, like the st- And then the stained glass windows. Um, there weren't really any patterns that you could see in it before. But now you can see that there are some, uh, some various scenes of different things. Um, and one of them, you can see like, uh, some bodies floating in what looks like a river made out of some sort of red liquid. Oh. All in all, not, not, not pleasant looking, not pleasant to look at. Those people really like wine. Hell yeah. Um, so as you're entering the town, you're heading in from the North because that's where the road between the two areas was, uh, and then uh, you guys are entering in the, the church on the right. And then you know that your little home base is on the left hand side. Um, as you're starting to go around the corner, though, the bell that you heard before when uh, when Fidelia warned you that terrible things were going to happen, start to ring again. And uh, Fidelia goes, oh, oh no, I, I've, 
what's going on? I, I've never heard it in the morning before. Um, and then so like, yeah, as, as you're entering the town, it's the sun is now starting to come up and the bells are ringing. What do you do? Uh, we should probably get everybody back to the back to base as soon as as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah, we have to we have to get inside quick. Uh, you you run. You're just give me a athletics check. Give me athletics check. Athletics. Let's see how let's see how good you do. Athletics. Athletics. Oh, okay. There we go. Ooh, okay. For sure. I'm gonna do a d20. Yeah. Okay. Fuck me. <laughs> So five plus four, that's a nine. A nine. Um, your, your stubby little elf or dwarf legs, you're just, you're booking it as fast as you can, but dwarf, dwarfs running uh, in, in Dungeons and Dragons can be, uh, they're not the most athletic people out there. That's fair. Except I've got plus four. Plus there. four is pretty good. For a dwarf, you're really athletic, but <laughs> not lucky. Like, yeah. Very just... dangerous over short distances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you run for the door, uh, and as as you're running, you kind of trip a little bit. And who who's pulling who in this situation? Who's got I who? am. I mean, I've, I'm, I, don't mean be, I don't want to be that guy, but I kind of feel like that's your fucking job. <laughs> um, I don't make your world for you. <laughs> Wait, you, you literally do. <laughs> uh, I am pulling. I am pulling. Um, Dejay, because I figured I would let the tiny child pull the halfling. All right, um, go ahead. Short. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as as you as you're running, uh, you kind of trip a little bit over some over like a rock that's in the middle of the road, and as you do, your grip begins to slip on Dejay's on the rope that's holding up Dejay. So give me a sleight of hand check. Slide of hand, or is there a saving throw I can have you do? I swear to God, if you just let me go off like floating to the sun, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> gonna haunt just you. Just do, yeah, do me a dexterity saving just throw. Dexterity. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. What is it? Negative one. Oh. <laughs> Four. <laughs> so well, three. I'm dead. Three. Bye, <laughs> guys. Bye. <laughs> nice having you harley i'll i'll come find you <laughs> you float away the rope slips out of it starts to slip out of your fingers and then um let me see <laughs> um i was not supposed to roll this shittily was i <laughs> um and then behind you can actually hear uh, a roar was there one did i have a roar the last time that the bells were ringing Mm-mm. no this time you can hear a roar and you maybe it's because you're outside. Maybe it's because who knows what, um, as you, when you hear that roar, um, you get a little surge of adrenaline in Gilladan and Gilly grabs the rope. Um, because I imagine you weren't just holding on to the end of it. I like to imagine it. Gilladan's like, smart enough to get a little bit of slack like on there. Some slack on it. Yeah. You just would holding think on to so, the very end of it. Just, Meme time at the old action boys podcast. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, so it's Gilladan, it's you the are only sport news that matters. <laughs> uh, Gilladan grabs onto the rope um, and then you book it to the back to your home base. And uh, Fidelia is already inside, has Lloyd uh, on the floor already. And she's kind of like looking into into the building, like, like staring at something. Um, and then as you book it into the into your home base uh give me another dexterity check oh christ <laughs> this could be bad but not for you 
14. 14. Um, before you get through the door, pulling DJ behind you, you actually lower him down so he doesn't hit his head on the door frame. You're Thank welcome. You. The fucking least you can do. <laughs> Saving him from having to take any damage. Appreciate that. Before there's something randomly in our home, I would like to remind our DM we locked our home before we left. That would that would be good for keeping out anyone that didn't have any spells True. that unlocked doors. I'm just saying. <laughs> locked our door. Fuck. Um, when you enter back into your home base, you see three things right off the bat. First, against the right-hand wall, you see that one of the showcases that had been left behind was actually moved aside. And secondly, behind that, that there was actually a fireplace and that there is right now a fire built up and roaring inside of it. And then third, you see a, an old man who's hunched over and he's standing in front of the fireplace. He's wearing dark green robes and has a black floppy cap on top of his head. Um, and he's he's like staring at Fidelia and he's got kind of a, a strange look on his face that uh, is kind of inscrutable. Um, so you're not sure exactly what what uh, what that is. And then as he... Uh, as you get into the building, he uh, turns to you and says, uh, <clears throat> uh, Best be closing that door quickly. The bells, they don't normally ring in the morning like this. It doesn't bode well for us, I think. There's a power growing. Um, and then... Um, do you have a... Uh, what do you do, John? Uh, Gilladan? <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good call, my dude. So I should probably close the door. Uh, yes, please do. So I close the door. Okay. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> the door is mostly ajar. You close the door, but you close it. You smash your face into it. Just when it's shut. <laughs> um... As you do that, uh, Fidelia goes over to Dijay and removes the little stone from his hand, and then he, uh, well, she doesn't remove it from his hand. She lowers him to the floor and then then pulls the stone out of his hand. Um, Thank you. <laughs> he falls to the ground immediately. <laughs> like the dirty friend balloon he was. <laughs> the old man kind of walks up to where Lloyd and Dijay are next to each other, and he says, uh, I'll introduce myself in a moment, but first I must do this thing. And he stands over the two of them and he rubs his hands together. And then uh, as he does, like a uh, radiant opal light kind of envelops everyone. And then when it fades away, you feel rejuvenated uh, and Lloyd and Jay are awake. And anybody that was missing any hit points is now back up to their full hit points. Nice. Good thing this is an audio podcast, so any high fives that Heather is ignoring. <laughs> God damn. There it is. <laughs> We'd never have known, you ass. Sorry, sorry, Harley. Sorry, okay. sorry, 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 sorry. Hey, back buddy. Up. Woo! Ah! <laughs> Why'd pull it? Wait a Got to aim for the elbow. Ow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, hey. And then- hey, bud. <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming, but it still hurt. So, uh... Lloyd and Dijay, you wake up and you are laying on the ground and you see a, a little hunched over old man standing above you and uh, Gilladane and Fidelia are there. You guys got any... What the hell just happened? Daddy? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think so. 
you guys are alive. You what? made it. What, where are we? What's going on? What happened? We're, are we're, we home? Guys, are we home? We're home. Oh, okay. I mean, home is where the heart is. Oh, DJ. Oh, my God. Uh, Can you please make sure he doesn't speak anymore? I, I don't Gilly, have time for this. Gilly, who's this bro? I don't know. He was uh, he was just about to, to introduce himself. Yes, I only, I just wanted to introduce myself once, so I figured I should bring you all back before I begin that. My name is Cornelius Fallon, and... I Let me explain why I'm here. This could be a long story. Probably, yes. There's a, a lot to go over. Okay, well, first off, thank you for bringing us back to life. Can I go sit by that fire now? Yes, let's all, let's all take a seat. You. Uh, you. You now realize that the, um, the building that you had left, been left behind, com- like, because you had not moved in any furniture, so it was kind of <laughs> like an empty building still. Which, to be fair, you'd only been in there for a couple hours. And we also don't own any furniture. We do not own any furniture. <laughs> no furniture, no gold, no money. So you guys are just broke those jokes. red square of carpet. That's why we took a job, trying to get some money. But now you actually see that the, the building has been uh, quite uh, nicely furnished. There's oversized, overstuffed furniture kind of around the fireplace. And uh, there are some tables and chairs, not for like an inn, but uh, just as a comfortable home. Cor- and uh, Cornelius, is this your stuff? Uh, yeah. Well, I, when I came in here, there was uh, there was nothing in here. So I figured it's the least I could do since I'm going to be asking quite a bit of you that I uh, give you an advance. Let's let's call it on on a payment and try to uh, hopefully convince you that I am uh, on the level. So I love so, done with the place. So you broke into our home and uh, brought stuff in which to bribe us to listen to your story and then do some things. Mm-hmm. It seems to be working for me. <laughs> I know. It's kind of kind of sounds like our kind of guy. I, so Cornelius, like your story. Your <laughs> um, yes, I, uh, I should start in the beginning. You, you see, there was a, a long time ago, uh, there was a town not too far from here. From what I understand, uh, the three of you know about it already. I believe you were you were there uh, only just uh, the day before last, I believe, if my recollection of the timeline is correct. Um, it was a small town, to be sure, but there was a power that resided there, one that couldn't be found anywhere else in the world. And uh, there were people that knew that power was there and knew that it was rare and knew that to wield it would be a wondrous thing. What these people didn't understand, however, was that to access this power would take a tremendous concentrated energy. And it's this energy that they're after. Um, From the outside, you hear another roar. Uh, This one is incredibly loud, so loud that it actually shakes the walls a little bit and uh, some dust floats down from from the ceiling. Uh, And there's also a scream that's uh, unceremoniously cut off and kind of like from outside. So you moved in all your stuff, but you couldn't bother dusting the place, huh? (laughs) Hey, Fidelia. Uh, yeah? Uh, does, does that normally happen? Uh, which part? The, the, the roaring? The screaming? The dude the dying? that just got dead part? Uh, uh, only if someone is, uh, unfortunate enough to be left outside when the, when the bells go off. But, like I said, I'm not used to it happening in the, in, in the morning, so I don't think anyone was prepared for it to happen. And, uh, Cornelius says, uh, uh, he, 
Yes, you, you, you see, uh, that man that you spoke to earlier, uh, his name is Zacharias Richelieu. Um, he's very powerful, and I, I, I believe that he is becoming more powerful the more that uh, he is able to uh, vanquish his, his enemies. And, uh, yes, uh, I, as, as he becomes more powerful, I, uh, I think going against him at this moment would be a grave mistake. And then he uh, nods towards Fidelia and he says, uh, even with a powerful companion like this little one here. Well, I mean, he did like just a, take a job from him. Seemed so. like a nice enough guy to me. I mean, he didn't pay us though. Like He think, also paralyzed us as soon as we walked into the building. He did. He yeah, did. Yes, that's, that's, you see, that's why I'm here because uh, I, I believe that the three of you have been pulled into something that uh, you are probably not prepared for. You see, uh, Richelieu has created a machine that he stores in the in the cellar of his of his church, and it's un- unlike anything I have, we have ever seen in this world. Uh, he calls it the Soul Engine, and it is powered by the souls of those that he has defeated and that become one with the machine. You see. Um, Does that also count those who've been defeated by proxy? Uh, I am afraid so, yes. It... Ah, crap. You may have seen his sigil on your person at some point when you were in your travels, and it is... That no, is, I didn't. I, have you? Did she? I just woke up. I know, me too, man. I, th- I, I don't know what the sigil... S- sigil? The sigil? Yeah, Ooh, yeah. I know this one. Oh, okay, Gilly. It's it's uh <clears throat> I don't remember the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh so here so here's here's the deal. Uh the 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 sigil is the mark of a person who who gave us gave us the job and he became he became our uh our our, our, uh, so, Fidelia, have you been teaching Gilly something while we were... Well, we're well, you, well, you see, when we were on our way back, uh, I went to go uh, clean off some of that old dust from the from the church that we helped destroy. And uh, when I looked down into the river, I saw this weird symbol on my forehead. And uh, and uh, Cornelia says, yes, that, that would be the one you see... Uh, when you take a job from uh, from Richelieu, then you are bound with this sigil, and and any energy of the of the souls you defeat are taken through the sigil and and put into the into the soul engine. Uh, it is not as uh, it's not as uh, economical of a way to do it as directly putting their souls into the machine, but there are sometimes there can be no. Getting around it, particularly if you send uh, three uh, other people to do your bidding for you. You can say it is. Yes, right. three idiots to go take a job from you, and it tracks. <laughs> and then uh, Fidelia is like, uh, um, "Excuse me, sir. Uh, how do you how do you know so much about this?" And uh, Cornelius uh, says, uh, "Well, you see, I am the one who helped him create this engine. Uh, he deceived me." I would like to say, of course, but, you know, when you get to be my age, sometimes you want to leave something behind in this world. And the idea of creating a powerful machine like this one, well, it was it was it was too good to pass up. So what does this machine do with the souls, Cornelius? It uh, it it 
converts them into pure energy and uh what what does where does the energy go it is stored inside the machine until it can be expended at some other time. The only thing that uh, Richelieu did not tell me is what he had planned to use it for, of course, because if I had known, there is... Oh, I want to say there's a 50-50 chance I would not have helped him, but, uh, you know. Only 50? I mean, let's not talk about so far. I mean, to be fair, I knew it was powerful, but that did not stop me from, from helping him uh, helping him create this, this machine. So wait, 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 wait. Let me get this straight. Did we ever cover what a sigil is? Because I'm still a little bit behind, I think. It's a magical symbol. Ah, checks out. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Any, any other questions? Well, I'm, well, well, I will, I will be here for a while, but there, do you have any questions for me while, while we are here? So how does this machine work? I mean, it just, you just put souls in it? How do you get the souls? Uh, magic. You see, there's this thing in this world. I don't know if any of you are familiar with it. It is called magic. I am a, a skilled magical person. I have dabbled in uh, clericism and uh, clerical work and uh, some wizardry. No, we shouldn't trust those goddamn receptionists. Yes. Clericy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's back. <laughs> um... All right. Uh, so, since uh, since we're learning how to play D and D here, uh, go ahead and everybody roll me an insight check. You should all have uh, sixteen. Is that one of the things? Sixteen. God 16. damn it! Sixteen. Motherfucker. Three. Nice. 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 Your, nice. What was well, your what, oh insight? Yeah. One sight. So my insight is one. plus three. So I got six. You got a six. What did mine? I got a sixteen because mine's plus zero. Minus 16 with a plus one, so 16. All right. Um, he got 15 I and a plus one, and oh, so it's a 16. Yeah. I, just, I just skipped the math for y'all. But math is the right. best part about Dungeons and Dragons. That is the true. Best part. Well, it's the second also, best part. Doing voices. Podcast, so you have, if you say 16 plus one, we're going to... Yeah, I guess. Well, I wasn't going to say 16 plus one, because I wasn't going to take it any further than that. Um, so, Lloyd and Deshay, you you can intuit that uh, Cornelius is being truthful to you guys. Nice. So when you're when you guys are talking to people, and you can Thank just God, because I was going to ask Fidelia. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, you you got you guys have you you guys have the power. That's one of your your powers is kind of a lie detecting, at least as far as if you're not going against people that are incredibly deceptive. Yeah. If someone has a what is the oh there is a deception yeah if someone rolls a deception it's a higher number that you can be deceived but yeah in this case it's unopposed so your 16s you guys can tell that cornelius is telling the truth and he's on the level and gilly can tell that he is not a toaster this is definitely a man we're talking to (laughs) (laughs) so cornelius it sounds like yes in review of what you've said uh we may have uh as, Fucked some shit up. Yes, we, we may have done a bad. And uh, we're definitely, I think, uh, for the majority of us here, would be looking to make this right. If I just want to get paid. I'm pissed. Yeah, and it sounds like we may have not. We've fallen in with potentially an unreputable source. Clearly. How, how do we right this wrong? Uh, don't be too hard on yourselves, you see, because uh, you, you've met one of my associates before, but uh, he was... Uh, Let's just say he wasn't the smartest, or no, I don't want to uh, impugn his intelligence. Uh, he was uh, he was an imprudent fellow. 
but uh, we always knew that that his uh, that his uh, he was it was going to get the best of him eventually. But you know, poor Kalen, there was nothing that he could do. Oh, um, uh, uh, the name uh, does not uh, ring a bell at no, all. No, really, no. I'm pretty sure the last time we saw no, him, a chair no, was going through his face. I'm pretty sure we've never met a Kalen. No. Maybe a, a. We know a Winston. Do you know? Yeah. Was it? Was there a guy named Winston? Well, yeah, he was great. Morton. We know a guy named Morton. Yeah. I'm pretty it's sure it. I poured some shit on his dead body, and then he came to life. Is that not the same guy? Hey, Gilly, how's that meat over there, buddy? Uh, everybody, everybody, roll me. On the floor. Roll me, <laughs> roll, roll me back my die, and then <laughs> roll it on the floor. On the floor. On the floor. Uh, everybody roll me a deception check. Oh, thank God. Two. <laughs> 19. Nice. Uh, mine's Bring eight plus five. Nice, so nice, nice. That'd be a nice little 13. Uh, Cornelius uh, slowly swings his eyes over towards Gilladan and when it's like, since he's actually the, uh, nicely enough, he's actually the one that spilled the beans in the first place. Um, so it's, I think it's very fitting that he completely fails his, no wait, he didn't fail it. Jay failed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Retcon. So Cornelius just slowly <laughs> swings his eyes over to DeJay. Fuck. And he, and he, and he goes, uh, let me make sure that it actually beats him. Yeah. Um, and he says, so you've, you've never heard of Kaylin? You've never heard of Kaylin? Is that, is that what you're saying? We have heard the name before, and unfortunately, we have actually personally dispatched the fellow. We came upon him. After he kidnapped us. We were not sure what was going on. He was quite hostile, and my comrade here may have potentially thrown the leg of a chair through his head. He had us tied to chairs, wouldn't let us out. That's only, you know, I... I tried to break the chain. I tried to break the rope. It didn't... It didn't work. Oh, oh, he he did seem, though, possessed by some dark force. Okay, roll me another deception. As DJ attempts to wink at us. (laughs) 18. 18? Yeah. Suck it, nerds. Um. (laughs) Cornelius says, I did not detect any dark forces there, but uh, I guess it's entirely possible that he was corrupted by by Richelieu. That's what we were thinking. Before or after you took the job from him? Now, right, right, in this, right in this as, moment. Right as you said this. The pieces are coming together. Yes, yes, the Michelin man, it was him. He's to blame. Yes. Um, Cornelius says, uh, Yes, well, you see, I was aware of what was happening. I was I was not in the room with you, of course. You would have seen me there, but I was nearby, and when I, when I, when I felt the presence of the uh, undead zombie, uh, I, it took a lot of energy, but I was able to dispatch it for you. Uh, you may have seen a radiant light and thought it was your own doing, but unfortunately you, you did not actually do anything to, to the zombie, and that was actually me, so the DM definitely knows what he's doing in this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, so I didn't throw a piece of chair through his head? He's talking about it. That afterwards. was the first time. That oh. was the first time we murdered him. I mean, I mean, you know, self-defense, one hundred percent. He seemed nice enough when I talked my way out of my chair. Yeah, he was a little. Uh, how to go? Um, needy for the meaty. I do believe. Yes, he did. He did uh, love himself some mead. And I do have quality mead. Um, 
Did you say meat or mead? Because <laughs> well, you see, <laughs> Gilly, Gilly, how did that check go? Did you did you find it, my friend? Yeah, I found it. Okay, I, I found it all. Um, I don't remember it being all. <laughs> Does anybody have any questions for Yield Cornelius before we get too far off the rails? I think just my prior, my previous question stands. You know, I think we're all looking to right this wrong here. I mean, how how can we how can we defeat uh, this um, uh, Rushaloo character? So, uh, underneath uh, the town of Thundertree, which you did all, I believe, visit, where you met my poor de- departed friend, Kaelin, there, yes. is, there, is there is a great power that uh, um, Richelieu wants to excavate, um, and that's why he is... Hey, guys, do you think that what Kaelin was talking about when he said he had a great thing he was trying to hide from us, and when we asked what it was, he wouldn't tell us? Oh, that thing that he was super cagey about? Yeah, that. Checks out, yeah, probably. Probably okay, not cool. that. Probably mm-hmm. something else. May have been something different, yeah. The the staff of Thormus, you mean? Yeah, that. Did he say what it was? Yeah, the staff of Thormus. I remember him specifically speaking about all Thormus. No, that that's not the power I'm speaking of. We knew about the staff already. There, there is another power even farther down. Ah. It is... The staff of five moose? Six moose? Uh-uh. I hate you both. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. There's. It, to, to be frank, it is something Vermouth? that no, no one, no one has ever seen for thousands and thousands of years. And it is, it is, it can only be accessed with the power of the soul engine that I have given to Richelieu. Um, I should, uh, I should go into some background on myself. You see, many, many centuries, not centuries, decades, that's the word I was looking for. Centuries ago, there was, uh, <laughs> it was the first time we became aware of, uh, of Richelieu, and, uh, he, he, he was, uh, he uh, was a, a man of, uh, of uh, great knowledge, and uh, he was using his intellect to learn different magical uh, schools, and he was hoping to use those magical schools to unleash the power under Thundertree. Unfortunately, any power he may have had <laughs> could not be accessed by, by n- normal magic means alone, but only through incredibly powerful ones. The... Um, he takes a, he, t- he takes a, uh, he takes a coin from his, from his, uh, pocket and hands it to, to Gilladan. I, I, I imagine that the three of you are kind of like sitting on, on a couch, kind of all snuggled in together. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to have, snuggly. I'm going to have uh, slowly sneaking away. <laughs> I'm just leaning. Um, the Lloyd's so, just behind the couch. <laughs> it's like slowly sinking. Um, so he hands, he hands the coin over to Gilladan and what is Gilladan? Is he going to, what's he going to do with it? Is he going to take I it? I inspect the coin. Um, on the front, it is, it says, uh, there is a like an image of a of a woman and it is kind of a there are little markings on it to kind of indicate that she is kind of radiating a light of some sort and uh on the coin it it says uh the lady of light and uh you can pass the coin on you can hand it back can i see that coin i will pass the coin down the couch 
Yeah, so you guys all see that. And then uh, Cornelius is uh, keeping his eye on the Lloyd over there, and he says, uh, it, is, it is not worth anything other than uh, sentimental value. Is this How do you know about her? Well, um... You mean diaphony? Yeah, that one. Ah, close enough. Yeah. Is this Even the, I forget her name sometimes. This is, a, <laughs> this is a goddess with a D for her The goddess of name. the D? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Diaphany? Yes, okay. She, is, this, uh, is this Cornelius? Is this, is this Diaphany? That is Diaphany. She is not a god, though. On She is uh, merely a, she is a sorceress. She's good looking. Yes. From, uh, well, I don't want to... Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say either way. Is I feel like it would be disrespectful to my god, but I thought you said she wasn't a god. She's but, a sorceress. You know, she's a sorceress. So sorceress is fuck. Yeah, they do. Anyway, she was a powerful sorceress in Thundertree, and uh, uh, on the day that Richelieu destroyed the town, that was the day that we lost her and her sister. And uh, what was her sister's name? My condolences, friend. Thank you. What was her sister's name? Uh, her sister's name was Delphine. Did they, did they look alike? Well, they looked pretty similar. Mm. So she was super hot, too? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> was there anything on the back of the coin, or was it just diaphany on both sides? Little way, do you gonna... I flip over the coin. It's just flat on the other side. Mm. There's no picture or anything. It's not, it's not like... I flip it back. It's not like a monetary coin. It's more like a... An AA coin where it says, or maybe those kind of things on the back. A, a commemorative. <laughs> it's like uh, a like, pog where the sticker r- rubbed off on one side. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what that looks like. <laughs> but so do all of our listeners that are over a certain age. So he you, really liked you know that Delphine side. Like you. <laughs> um. Oh, let's see. Um. <laughs> I, I was like the only one who got what you just said. Oh, what I just said? <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard it. I just chose to move on. Because <laughs> you said the back had been like like rubbed off, like a, the sticker had been rubbed off. So I said you really like the Delphine side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what became of them? I mean, they, they, you lost them. Did, did you ever find them? No one has seen them since that day that uh, Thunder Tree was destroyed. But we have, some of us have glimpses of her sometimes in our dreams. And we know that stopping, <laughs> they are dry, though. The driest of dreams. Wait, question. <laughs> when this character appears, this is a dream that you've had, correct? <laughs> Pardon, pardon my companions here. They seem to have lost their composure for some unknown reason. I'm sure it has nothing to do with any sort of uh, childish or immature. Uh, Them dreams be barren as a desert, filled with sand. Harsh, coarse sand. It's um, rough and coarse. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting everywhere. I'm up, yeah. uh, uh, when, when 
when when this uh, when this uh, sorceress of light appears to you in your dreams, I, I have not had one of these dreams myself, but I've heard many people that have had these dreams, and she has appeared in them. They do not; uh, they are not able to interact with her, but they they do feel her presence in in their dreams. Does she they appear do as a, a, a featureless body of white light, if I may ask? Um, you can see on. Uh, you were going to say, it looked like you were going to say something, Dejay. Ah, yes, uh, my apologies. I was going to ask this, uh, this figure, this, uh, this, uh, diaphany. Yes. When she appears, you wouldn't happen to recall what she appears as or like in, in these dreams, correct? Uh, I have not seen her myself, but I've heard many people speak of them. Uh, why do you ask? Oh, no reason. Oh, okay. Uh, um, anybody else have any other <laughs> questions for my sweet little old man character? Who's becoming Kaylin? Mm-hmm. Uh, so you said that it, to be able to access this power that's uh, hidden beneath Thunderdome, uh, one would need to have access to um, this machine. Uh, so if we're needing to, to basically head off... Um, what was his name again? Zach- Zachary. Rushlu. Rushlu. Rushmore. Rush. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, what, what, would, what would be our first move? Yeah, Cor- Cornelius. How how can we help you? It sounds let like me, you wanna you wanna let me stop it. It's a different way. Give me a quest. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you wanna stop him. How do how do we help you? Because slash, again, we we've learned we've learned from our mistakes that if some random him. person shows up, we do not take the first quests that they give to us. But obviously, in this case, you seem like a nice guy. I uh, well, I can I, I can I can promise you that uh, I I am telling the truth, even though I don't know how any other ways that you could know that. Um, the only way I could the only way you could be one hundred percent sure is if I, any one of you was a cleric that could cast any sort of truth telling spells. But mm. I, I imagine. Mm. Uh, oh yes, clerics; those are useful. I have a strange feeling that we do. We have a cleric. Don't have that. We got Fidelia. Fidelia, can you do that? Uh, I'm not a cleric. Uh, I, I know magic stuff, but I don't know any cleric spells. But oh. uh, do you happen a, to know uh, any clerics? Or I feel like I feel like there's one that I know, but it, I just can't. It's not. It's not coming to me. Oh yeah, my I, god! I, right? Jesus Christ, you guys! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gilly! 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 Oh, yes. oh god! A cleric? Do oh. is this? Uh, a, so I have this like sheet here that are spells, but it's not one of these ones. Oh no! But I guess for that you would have to know second level spells, and uh, I, I imagine you don't know any of those, do you? Which you do not, because I'm realizing looking at this list that uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jen does not know it yet. Nope. Oh, there's no way to confirm. Uh, no way to low. Okay, oh well. Cool, well cool, 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 I mean, you, cool, cool, you seem cool. nice. He uh, he, uh, he holds up his pinky and is like, "I'll pinky swear all of you to that I am telling the truth, if uh, if if you would if you would want me to." Yes, I will take a pinky swear. Mm, I'll take your pinky. Uh, no thanks. 
Cornelius is kind of uh, quiet for a few moments as he's like staring into the fire and kind of thinking to himself um, much in the same way that I am. <laughs> and uh, Stalling. Stalling for time before I can come up with a plan real quick. It is and, a nice fire, isn't it? Uh, it's a beautiful fire. I did, I did a pretty good job if I do say it so myself. I, do, I think so too. Is it magic or is it real? It's a, it's a real fire. Did you? Yeah, but did you start it with magic, or did you start it on your? Well, own? let's not let's not split hairs about things like that. <laughs> uh-huh. As Lloyd now stares in the fire, trying to figure out if it's magic started or real. <laughs> Wait. And uh, DJ reaches into the pocket of his tunic, looking very confused and concerned, and he lets out a sigh relief of a relief as he pulls out his square of red carpet. Ha! I thought I may have dropped it. Sorry. Uh, back to what we were talking about before. Wait, DJ packed DJ, it up? Yeah, you left that in your room. No. Mm. I keep it on my person. Okay. Just in case anyone asks if the uh, carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> Cornelius looks over at the windows like, there's, there's no drapes on the windows. I did not put those up yet. Did you I actually, actually do? I actually don't know what a drape is, but I've heard it's a funny joke. Okay. Um, then uh, Cornelius says, "You know, okay. Here's here's my plan. Um, we uh, we in the Order of the Lady of Light, uh, we have been searching for items because there is a ritual that uh, we want to we want to. Uh, what's the verb of when you do a ritual?" <laughs> Perform? Uh, sure, yeah. Ritualize? There's a ritual you want to perform. Um, we, we still need some of the components for it, and uh, we believe that if we can bring back the Lady of Light, Diophany, and her sister Delphine, that with their help we can defeat Richelieu once and for all. He uh, he he takes a small envelope out of his pocket and says, uh, th- we have tried many times to create a, a a ritual to bring her back, but so far we have been unsuccessful. But I, I do believe in my in my in my research that I've done that I finally found something that could. I'm like going in and out of this voice, really weird. Um, <laughs> so anyway, guys, here's the plan. <laughs> the Gilligan over there. This is why I chose my regular voice for just yeah. saying. Good call. I, I could do that, but you'd all be, anytime there's more than one person in the room. <laughs> like, who confusing. the uh, fuck am I talking to yeah. right now? Also, I tried to put on a voice and I got shot it down a little bit. I'm worried that my DJ voice is becoming my real voice, actually, <laughs> in this moment in time, which is a little concerning. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Cornelia says, uh, uh, we will have to do some traveling, but I believe that we can, uh, we can put, we can put these items together and, and perform this ritual and, and finally help bring, bring back the, uh, the lady of light and she will help us to defeat Richelieu. Um, as he says this, there is a knock at the door. Who wants we, to do, so wants to do a thing? stare at each other. Did did you order anything? <laughs> Somebody order a pizza? <laughs> did you prime something? Uh, when we were drunk I'm off of mead? Pretty sure it was it's DJ's turn to answer the door. Pretty sure. Check Again? Out. Fine, fine, I'll do it. And DJ uh, gets up, walks over to the door, opens it just a crack, and then looks through said crack. 
Um, standing outside the door, you can see the man that you had met inside the church who you now know as Zacharias Richelieu. I shut the door. <laughs> and I turn around to everybody and I say, um, I think he's here. <laughs> <laughs> 